to Cardition It. I'm Jessica Jarden. I'm Marcy Jaro. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hey, Marcy. How are you, I'm Jessica? Oh, I'm good. It's good to talk to you. This is a fun daytime edition for us. Yes, we're doing a daytime recording. I know we're only here at night. I know. We messed up, guys. Yes. We, I don't we know. We had a technical snafu. Yeah, we recorded a whole episode like a week ahead of time because... Jessica and I have like well there's no Kardashian keeping up what are they called are they called Kardashian or are we called (laughs) they're keeping up with so there's no new episode until February 11th so we were just gonna do a mailbag show and then we recorded it and messed it all up so it was apparently unlistenable blown out and insane I saw it it did seem insane it looked insane uh and so wave files lines levels too much you guys don't need to know we handle that stuff but it was uh, unlistenable. I mean, so not we, us. No, we don't handle We don't. It. No. 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 We dumbs. But we decided to crank another one out. Why not? Yes. We're not going to leave you guys hanging. Guys, we love making time we love for this. To. Uh, we love to. Just what's new with you? Um, Any fun adventures this week? Let's see. Um, I would love to get your take on this. This may be... I love takes. This may be controversial. Ooh. Um, I just had lunch with friend of the podcast, Joanna. Joanna. My dear, dear friend. I'm a big fan of hers. Oof. I love talking about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a big fan of hers. I get very insecure about it. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway. So we went to, we have a tradition in the new year of a couple girlfriends uh, going to Barney Greengrass. Or I have the new name now, but it's the restaurant at the top of Barney's. Because Barney, Barney Greengrass sounds... It sounds like, fake, but I think like it a was, booger man. I know Barney Greengrass gonna get you. I think that's the, anyways the restaurant at the top of Barney's in Beverly Hills, which is very shishi and not a place we like tend to yeah. go to. I don't but even know one, what you're talking about. Well, Barney's it's too is fancy. the Barney's is the department store. Yeah, right? I got that and a beanery and the beanery not related. Not related. Okay, but then there is a restaurant at the top of Barney's that's like just this nice patio restaurant. Okay, and it's like. Just nice and very L.A. And Barney like so we go like once a year as like a treat, you know, um, and we usually go with a group, but they couldn't come. And so Joanna and I went and um, we there was a children's birthday party. No, there was a group of like, I don't six care how little, rich you are. OK, Joanna and I were like almost openly shit talking where because this is a place where it's like at minimum it's like 25 dollars burgers and sandwiches and no. like it's like a it's a nice upscale restaurant and I, I already know people are gonna not like us both saying this i know uh, we were but we, joanna and i were both like troubled by it it was like they had little party hats and it was like the parents were sitting next to them at a, at a separate table and i was just like I think this is crazy to bring a child, not to bring a child into the restaurant. It wasn't about like noise or disruption. It was, it was like about like, party. Yeah, like, why is this, this is not, this, is, this isn't where children have parties. There's a couple of reasons why I think it's crazy. Okay. I want to hear your take. One, because other people pay a lot of money to not hear a kid's squealing. Mm-hmm. Like, because the, they have the expectation. Mm-hmm. Kids probably won't be here. Like a children's birthday party. A bir- so at like a fancy more restaurant. More than 10 people. Yeah. I mean, it was, or it was like eight little girls. Okay. Around a circular table. And then the parents. How said, old do you think? Mm, six. Oh, maybe, maybe younger. Not even like yeah. a twelve-year-old. No, I would. Put them I would like get six, it for seven. like a tween. Like you're like, this is cute, but like for like a truly a child, I you were so. wasting your maybe money. Eight. Maybe eight, but I. Would, you don't know how old kids are. No, I don't. I have no clue. <laughs> I just suddenly in my mind they're like morphing. Six, I, seven. I guess they were twenty. <laughs> they had college sweatshirts on. <laughs> uh, they all yeah. They all said alumni. <laughs> <laughs> gray hair. Gray hair. Yeah. Um. I think. One, no one wants a children's birthday party. I just like it's too fancy. Yeah. Two, like, well, get your kids a real birthday party where they can run yeah. around or something. And like, what do you have to work up to in life if you're like birthday kids birthday? They don't parties? even know that that's a special thing. That's what I mean. Is that like it was such a weird feeling to be like this is an annual treat place for us like this is not within our realm of a place we normally eat at and that it was like having kids and I guess it, I, I don't mean to be a hater it was just like I, w- I was very like perplexed by it and then finally at the end of the meal I was like to Joanna was like I think this is a weird choice for parents to bring their kids I in. think and it's a weird like, choice she was like yeah and we like agreed on it but it was just uh yeah I just that was that was my recent interaction that I was feeling very like and not I don't that, think this is the right place for this and not that kids like can't be like you said the, the kids can, I don't mind a child being around but when there's like just go have their party at a, a place kids want to have a party at yeah what if you had drinks yeah. at like a um a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, right? Like, you ask them to, Do like... Do they let 
drinks happen at Chuck E. Cheese? I don't know if you can drink at Chuck E. Cheese. That feels like you... I feel like they probably have beers for dads. That's, yeah. That's gender. Dad beers. But like, uh, that's a good question. I would look that up. Well, I think you should maybe not then. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would think maybe don't do that. That's your parents. You don't need to be drunk at this kid's birthday. And I don't need uh, to have a kid in my mimosa. Right? <laughs> Is this a Sex in the City episode? Yes. Where Samantha's like, I don't oh. need to have a kid. Oh. Next to my mimosa. I am Samantha Jones. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the better boy. Um, anyway, everyone hates us now. Okay. I that like, was my mean take to start the podcast. We'll, uh, but that that's a recent thing that literally happened I mean, an hour like, ago. If you go, like, I have, like, if you're at, I don't know, like a Buffalo Wild Wings and there's kids running around. Great. Totally. Fine. Totally. I think that question of like how to manage children in public spaces is so hard. Well, and you I, have to take them out because you have to yeah. train them like they, or else they'll never know how to behave in public. So yeah. they have to go places. But like just don't go ruin someone's like hundred dollar lunch. Yeah. I think it just made me feel poor that I was like, this is a big yeah. deal. I this don't like big the classes. Honestly, it's not about the children. I don't like class in America right now. Yeah, there you go. The shrinking middle class is the issue I have with that. <laughs> well, that's my my cranky <laughs> update. Uh, what do you? What's going on with you? So uh, I have had an empty room. Oh yeah, in my house. Uh, actually, that. today my roommate is currently moving in right now. Oh yay! Um, she seems very lovely. Great. Um, so but my cat has just taken over the empty room the empty room okay. yeah he's just because he was never allowed in there oh i didn't i was missing that piece of it okay so he was never allowed in there so he just was like this is at first he would just wander around and cry for erica missing her mm. um which was like fine whatever he'll just wander but then after like a day or two he was like oh this mine and i got he, my own room now yeah and then he would like wait in the dark till someone walked by and attack them well, like in a sweet way, like he's like, such a complicated ah. boy. He's so funny, though. Like my roommate, my other roommate's a stand up comedian. And we were both talking. We're like, he's got great timing. <laughs> like he's funny. He's not just like, oh, our funny cat. Like he's no, his timing is funny. That's like he gets funny. the beats of comedy. I have to see this in action. <laughs> so he's been hanging out in there and hanging partying out. and surprising. Yeah. People. Surprising us just like being his own thing. So we have sliding uh, closet doors mm -hmm. that are like mirrored. Every place in L.A. has these dumb mirrored sliding. Mir what a doors. nightmare. The, what the, a time this must have been across the land. Oh, everybody needed these same. I know the exact gosh, ones you're describing. They're just an, they're so hideous. Yeah. And there's not much you can do besides putting like a wallpaper type totally. thing over them. And that's so anyway. So he's been opening and closing them. So I'll hear from the other room, like the little slight roll of a sliding glass of a sliding door. Yeah. Like the, you know, like just yeah, the yeah, sound yeah. it makes. Yeah. So, uh, and he will go into my closet. He can open it a little bit, but then he just like sneaks in. Okay. So I was like, I, I don't know what's going on in there because he's, I hear it like going back and forth and back and forth. So like I kept trying to catch him doing it. Yeah. Uh, and every time that I go in the room after I hear it, the doors are both are closed okay. and he's standing outside the closet like he didn't do it. Yeah. And I have tried for a full week to catch him doing it. That's so weird. And I'll hear him and run in there. He's outside. Sometimes I'll he'll be doing spooky cat like hair on his standing up. Do you think he's like playing with a ghost cat? Is That's that what you sort think? of uh, not. A, I think it's, I don't think it's a cat, but like a ghost he doesn't like rolling. cats. Oh, OK. He likes people. I my I like that. My assumption was that it was another a cat ghost and cat. It was a ghost cat. No, I, I was like, what is going on? But it doesn't happen when he's not in the room. That's so weird. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't caught him. But yeah, I think it's a ghost. <laughs> I was just last night. We were talking cats with Dickie, my good friend. We were talking about her cat. She's beautiful. And cats. we were it was a little group of gals all showing cats, our cats <laughs> on their phones and everyone was like squealing and having a good time. And Dickie was describing like how her cat can like open doors with his paws that he turns at the knobs and stuff and describing all the like agility. And I was like telling them how did I tell you this? Tim and I, our favorite joke lately is to ask Putty if he's ever had a thought in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Putty, Putty, have you ever thought anything? Do you know what a thought is? Because I truly have the stupidest cat in the world and I love him. I truly couldn't love him more. But I am telling you now that I'm like three months in with this guy. I mean, he's deaf too. It's like this guy 
there's not a lot going on. There's not a lot between the ears. No. And I was like Putty. listening to these stories. It's like yours too. Like having this like these agile like hunter little panthers. I'm like it's like a truly a different animal. Well, that is like I think it's. I mean, I I, I can't go to insult people, but I think like feral animals slash like pound animals have like a lot more personality because they have more life experience they're like street smart yeah they have like life experience cardi b yes (laughs) god she's funny god i love her god i love her i I hope we never tire of her i mean we are going i know she's going right now it's cute that she's very proud of herself but what if she never stops being proud of herself I just love we her. We don't like when people are prideful. I know. I love her. Anyways, I love um, her. But yeah, Bo, he's stinky. I don't know, guys. I, I told my roommate as she was moving in, I was like, I think there might be a ghost in that room. All right, bye. bye. Enjoy the house. Bye. Well, she was like, ooh, okay. That's, oh, that's, that's how, how you she, know it's meant yeah. to be. I was like, It'll be good when people are excited about the idea of ghosts. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's a smart, he's a funny cat. Yeah. I'm just very impressed with cats that have brains. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I just think it is like when when they're bred too much and then handled very carefully. Like, oh my god, my Putty literally gets bathed by you every day. Yeah, he doesn't know how to do anything. He can't. It's like eat. Prince Hakim. If he would have stayed and married the girl before Hakeem? he came to America. Oh yes, yes, the royal Prince Hakim needed to come to America. He had to Cats come to America. Need to go to America. In that they need to be on the street. I mean, he's a hundred percent like. My, I mean, Putty is like that. Is it's crazy because it's inbreeding, you know, and it's why yeah. people really hate. They're, like, if you look up, like, there's whole organizations trying to like stop the breeding of like Persians and stuff because and pugs and all of them. They're yes. all inbred the same way to I get mean, those faces. I'm sure people have lovely animals that they adore so much that are from a purebred breeder. Yeah. But let me tell you, the saddest stories I hear about pets are the ones who like die six years in because they have or so less than many complications. It's very sad. And I, I, that's the only reason why I don't judge it for any reason. Like do you, you think you're better than me? Yeah. You think you have a child's birthday parties <laughs> at at Barney's Greengrass? Bean of beans? Beanie's um, beans? Um, but it is like, uh, it's just not good to keep doing it. Like, yeah. sure. Well, it's, that's my feeling about like, I think I probably apply the same logic as like people who, if they have like been get, like ha- have vintage fur coats that have, are in their family. Like I ethically don't agree with it, but it's here. And, uh, I feel like that's my approach to Persians, which is like, I, mine have all been rescues. And so I don't feel it. I know that like breeding goes on and it's horrible, uh, in a lot of ways, not horrible, but like that there's too many cats. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I'm always like, okay, well my little idiot is from a rescue and that's yes. nice. Um, honestly, but no judgment. No honestly. one in LA should ever buy an animal. Well, it's illegal. Yeah, that's true. But there's just so many animals so everywhere. Many. And there's good ones too. Anyways, so we love good. our cats. Oh, I just saw his picture and it's so cute. I mean, he's wandering around here, Jess. I know. I, don't, I know. I All right. We did our catch up. Okay, we did our catch up. We actually have some fun, juicy newsies. I'm excited. Okay, so Kim is coming out with her new perfume line. It was like a Valentine's Day one-off, Yes, and it's so fun. The way the bottles are shaped make me think that it has to smell terrible, though. I know. I had the same thought. It looks like, I don't want to smell that. So... I feel like it would be packaging is a turnoff. I feel like it's like my feeling was that it would be like oppressive, like sweet. Yes. Like oppressive. Like very because it's candy heart shapes, like the little candy hearts you give a Valentine. If anyone gets them and smells them, please let us know because I am really curious. Like uh, with the packaging is crazy. It's so cute. Um, And then were those chocolate casings like was that just was that is that everyone? No, 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 no. Those are special. People are going to get mad again because they don't get a box of crystals. You're not getting a box of chocolates or candy hammer. hearts no 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 those were just the press boxes got it got it you're got getting it. nothing you assholes you get a piece of kim kardashian you shut the <laughs> fuck up and take what she's giving you because you're not getting candy and crystals no so um so she made there's there's bay there's mm-hmm. bff and there's ride or die which i don't understand ride or die and not some other thing but whatever <laughs> whatever um and it seems that Bay is her shit list. She so she had this Instagram. Oh my god, it was so glorious. Of three colored post it post-it notes that correspond with Bay, BFF, and Ride or Die. And the Bay list was a bunch of her haters. Oh my or, god. Or at least or she said that uh everyone's getting 
a Valentine for me. Even I know it's Valentine. My lovers, my haters, my best friends. She's. I watched that video and I was like, God, look at this genius. She's. She is on fire right now. We talked about it last week. I mean, maybe she is taking hormones so that she can. She's hulking out. She is raging. (laughs) I loved it. Raging. The tone of that of like. Even my haters. And then I was like, because I, I didn't catch it at first. You know, you like sometimes you're just absentmindedly watching that stuff. And I was like, and I saw Taylor's name first. And I was like, excuse me? I think I saw, oh, I want to say Wendy Williams or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, let's go. The list of them are. So we have, so the so the bad list. The uh, bad list. And let's do the bad list and why yeah. they bad. Yeah. So Taylor Swift. We all know we why know. Taylor no Swift is to bad. There's a whole thing. Chloe. Grace Moritz. Yes. That's, I don't remember what she said. Oh, she, she like, was the one who was like, she, you know, half of these actually, I would say, were body shame tweets. Yes. Like at least half were people who were like, use your fame for more, Kim. Mm-hmm. And that like, when girls look up, girls, you don't have to do what this slut does. Yeah. And there were versions of that. Please. And Chlo- so Chloe Grace, Grace Moritz was one of those. And then she like, was like, uh, congrats on your cover. It was a cup. Was it paper? But it was someone like paste. Yeah. Congrats on your paste cover, sweetie. Welcome to Twitter. Uh, <laughs> it was so funny. So funny. Uh, Black China for very obvious reasons. The Black China is currently suing, suing her. her. Also, I, I like, read something dumb that like Black China was so offended from being bullied by Kim. Oh my god. It was like grow up, please. We need to revisit the term bullying, but that's a conversation. Everyone's for like, day. you treat me the way I treat most people. I'm being bullied. Melania Trump. I'm being bullied it's like no we don't we're Relax. telling you how we feel there's like real children are getting bullied like grown anyways i'll shut the hell up because i'm waiting in <laughs> sarah uh, michelle geller that one surprised me i forgot i didn't how know rude how rude because i guess kim was on vogue with kanye the, the yeah, baby the famous vogue cover yes and she tweeted well i guess i'm canceling my vogue subscription who's with me in 2014 by the way so i love kim fucking four years later being like i see you Mm-hmm. I fucking did all this whole list was like I didn't forget I will I will say that like we'll go through the list then I'll say okay. my thoughts all right Janice Dickinson who also had a problem with she was like I'm gonna vomit Kim being on Vogue Naya Rivera who we just spoke about last episode That's right she also um uh, oh she oh, said this oh, one almost got me the most yes it was the when Kim broke the internet mm. Naya mm. said you're a mother you're a you're someone's mother. You're someone's mother. Oh Ew. my! Shut the fuck up. Um, Ugh, that one. That one really. It's like what we've t- we were screaming about this stuff last week. But it's like what that is true woman on woman crime. How dare you? Also, like she later did a nude photo shoot. Like, of course. Also, she's like fully. Hasn't she been accused many times of like carbon copying her look from Kim? Yes, she so looks- like. Just she like, looks just like her. Yeah. Anyways. She's bargain bin Kim. No thanks, Naya. God, Peer- we love Kim so much. It's so funny. I, I know. like getting angry and defending. <laughs> well, I don't think she's anyone good. Um, Piers Morgan, he also slut shamed. He's obsessed told her to with her. Tell her how to dress. He's obsessed with her. He's bad right now. He's trash. Um, and then let's see who else we got. Chelsea Handler. Oh yeah, what did she say? Um, she blames the Kardashians personally that Trump got elected. Oh God, I've heard that argument before. Sharon Osbourne, oh. Wendy Williams is always talking shit about. Pink. Wendy's obsessed. Pink. She said, Pink. "I hope people I pay this. more attention to your mind than your body." I mean, uh... and then yeah, so those are the those were on the shit list. Yeah, she said. So here's my thought on it. Yeah. Um. I guess a little bit is like, yeah, I didn't forget. I mostly think it's just to make money off of feuds. Totally. Oh, my God. And she's then, becoming she's like it's like her master class. Like she's doing right. I because li- Bette Midler was on there, too. Yeah. Who else? Some other people. Uh, yeah, I just scrolled through it. It was like. Uh, but most we I think we got we got most. Yeah. Of them. Um, I just think that like. They're, she's just making money. Yeah. I literally think like she knows feuds make her money. And totally. so she sends her business associates presents. And I think that it's, I think we're almost all suckers for buying any of it. Totally. That it's all fake. 
I oh you think the feuds themselves I are mean fake. I think they're like I think no one cares about them no I mean that's what I'm saying like when you're digging back to like some of these yeah. are I don't think she cares the, I don't think they care no I think it's that she knows yeah feuds are exciting uh they get people like us all jazzed and like also I think Kim is always trying to straddle this line right where she's yeah. like she is sweet and kind and I think like has this very like she's a she's a mom she wants to be seen as this like multi-dimension she's as like these different sides and one is like very sexual and sexy and then there's this like very sassy clap back yes. you know that is like especially of late really taking shape and it's like a hundred percent to just it's continuing branding did you, you know? see that Cosmo article about like Kim yeah. the evolution of Kim's clap back yeah and I was like has no one ever heard her talk to Courtney ever yes She's I, terrible to people constantly. I know. Just normally she's polite to the public. Yes, she's, I mean, think about the time. She's a princess. She, think about what she looks like when she's going through closets with her sisters she's or like, her mom. Ew, this is disgusting. Oh, do you wear this? <laughs> um, and then the next piece of news is Paris Hilton as mm. a Kim clone. I loved this because I think we've talked about this in the podcast. I I have a real weird relationship with Paris because I always follow her. I want to follow her. And then within a week, I'm like, oh, I can't fucking stand her. She has the war. She has this like her whole aesthetic, I think, is like really lame. She talks when she talks on her stories or her snaps. She has this like really like worse than the Kardashians. She still does the baby voice, like the crazy baby voice. And just like her whole she's like bad taste. She like just wants to wear like you know rhinestone like hello kitty and barbie shirts and it's like sorry if anybody likes this um but, but also like she's almost 40 <laughs> that's not also, a dig did she's we ever, almost 40 did we ever talk about on the pod my obsession with her engagement announcement and how she posted photos of her own engagement like alone with her ring for like five days straight it was so, <laughs> and she bought her ring herself it was so funny so like she bought her ring told the man to propose to her god i just I, so i you know she is rightfully fascinating uh but it's but it was wild and obviously like her and kim's so she's in is, case anyone doesn't know she's she's wearing the blonde wig she's doing yeah. the kim clone that everyone else did yes um the Yeezy season six yes so yeah she's I just thought it was very interesting that she baited Kim oh you don't think that that was like a, a planned thing no I mean I do I mean that she played beta to Kim like I oh, think beta I thought you said baited no beta uh, beta oh I completely agree yeah but like boy how times they have changed remember I'll never forget the insult about Kim's ass what was it? Oh, my God. I don't remember it verbatim. Like, back, we're talking, well, then like... you did forget no, it. No, I know it, Marcy. <laughs> in, like, 2008 or whatever, when she was very famous and Kim was getting kind of more famous and they were, like... her Kim was, like, coming into her own. She made, like, a joke, or I forget how it got out, about how Kim's ass looked like a trash bag filled with cottage cheese. <gasps> I swear to God, if I'm wrong on this, I'm sorry, I everybody. I think you are correct. But it was, like, I remember being, like, that ass is perfect and you also paris has the it. worst butt yeah it was so mean and i remember being like yeah bitch um, well i will say they're clearly like good friends now in so that reminds me that Lindsay lohan was not on the shit list even though she did oh that's Lindsay funny. lohan was in the bff or ride or die i forget oh weird she wasn't in the bad she wasn't list. in the bad list no oh i wonder what jennifer lawrence was also in the good list of course yes she's now they're best friend bffs yeah. um so, but I was like, oh, good. She's not actually mad at Lindsay. But mm. then she was like, other people got the other ones. And it's like, no, we saw what you did. It's fine. God, she's. Oh, she's I will say, though, about Paris. Paris looked better than ever. ever. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, don't, was, I think she might have been wearing butt pads. Oh, maybe. Do you think they padded her for I the shorts? I would guess. I would guess. Because she really, Paris has historically she was, had, had a very. She's very thin. Very small derriere. She's svelte. She's very thin. So, but. She looked like a little more rounded. It was, I was just like, a good like her hair, the whole aesthetic. Like Paris is just not fashion forward mm -hmm. ever, you know. And she looked amazing. And like, it looked so good on her. I think that was like the the smartest the thing of this whole rollout of the Easy Season Six was that everyone looked good. good. It like sold me on the the aesthetic. I was like, I want. We were talking about it after we recorded, after our sugar high. Um, Oh, I ate that cake for fucking days. Me too. Oh my it God. was so good. I was like, we're not going to keep it in the house. And I, we just picked at it. 
and oh and it goes God. quick it when you really pick at it a little bit oh in the morning, God, noon, and night. So good. Oh, someone was uh, disappointed because I said I wanted to hug Trump. Oh yeah, you guys, were... you can't take me seriously. Also, like, big don't, deal. Don't take Marcy so seriously, I, guys. You know, I would I would hug a bunch of pudgy men. Yeah, I'm talking about kicking kids out of restaurants. I mean, we're not bad we're people. Not. We're just not good people. We're just somewhere in the just middle. Just seems like a good person to me. But I'm not. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm not, and it's okay. It's we. Okay. Okay. Not everyone's born nice. It's okay. I, I a lot of people are born stupid. And I don't like go cat. around being like, you're so stupid, putty. <laughs> he's not his fault. I like him that he's stupid. You should like me that I'm bad and that I don't do worse. Yes. Praise me for how good I am being. <laughs> for the points that do hit the You board. don't even know the bad shit that I don't say. <laughs> it's horrible. You guys don't know what's happening once we stop recording. Oh, my God. I start f- th- just thrashing around Jess's house. <laughs> <laughs> no but guys it's really like yeah you can't th- be th- taking us seriously, seriously. We, this is also, also we shouldn't have to tell you that you no, know I we're know. a dumb podcast it's a podcast about the kardashian we family. still don't make money tell no. your friends tell you your get friends. two of your f- everyone gets two friends to listen yeah it's like a ponzi scheme yeah <laughs> i'll give you some of it um <laughs> okay what else we got we got okay so this is so stupid news but i was really digging deep so okay. so kendall oh, yeah. jenner and bella both posted this picture of this like little fawn in these purple flowers okay it looks very cute it's just like a little furry thing a little baby but they like stole it from (gasps) they stole the image from like an animal rescue group oh god it's a yeah so it's uh fuzzy fawn wildlife rescue organization so they took the image from them and they didn't even credit them which is just like they yeah, have to it's know a better. cute picture, but all you have to do is tag them and you will help this organization so much. They're models. They have to understand the basics no. of like the spreading of images on the Internet. Like that is their bread and butter. Like that is so lazy and stupid. Like if you just took a picture from L'Oreal that they did not publish it. Don't you know you would get in trouble for that? Especially if you have, what do they have? Like 15 million Come followers? Come on. Don't, well, don't just put a picture of a cute baby fawn and then not even help it live. That's crazy. It's so thoughtless. And it's just like, Kendall, Kendall. Bella. Kendall, you just got on our good list for your very funny joke about Scott driving well that's the thing she's not done anything nice to be on a good list no i guess she remains on our shit list i mean it's just so thoughtless it's not a huge deal but it was just like it's funny it could have been such a nice thing to do if you're gonna take an image to credit someone photographers say that constantly they're like use my images but like please if you're not gonna pay me at least give me some fucking credit i was obsessed with that um i mean it's old now but the whole like obama um change uh that shepherd fairy did the famous poster the like the iconic change and that the crit you know that like that was an ap news photographer that was his photo and he took him to court and he fucking won by a lot because he was just like I mean, that's like a professional fucking yes. AP. New- and he was like, hey, that's and Shepard Fairey was like, oh, sorry. I thought it was common law or common usage. And it was like, no, dude, that is it was like it was Check. his photo with like a bunch of Photoshop on it. And it was like, that is an icon. Like, think about how- that image and how much money that made Shepard Fairey. The center, the central image is the photo. And it's like, how fucking crazy are you that just you're just like, I'll credit. just I'll just uh, print out a million of these and paper the world with it and not actually check with the photographer it was so crazy well we have credited them on instagram and twitter yes but just so if you haven't seen our new pics ah yes oh this is a good photo shoot yes um we did a kardashian themed we should talk about that i feel like for a quick second yeah i don't know if you so fun go cruise on over uh, we took some risk. Marcy was- had Marcy had the best idea. I want to give you credit because we were trying to think of a wet photos, we, a photo idea, and Marcy pitched doing like the like the Yeezy style, basically like the pale, the nudes, and like furry, and going with like almost kind of like the vibe of them when they all went to the fashion show, went to the yes. like Madison Square Garden, yeah. Um, and so we tried our best. I we, mean, I honestly, the day of. Oh, uh, yes. I forgot about all this. I had so much stuff ordered and it didn't come in. So I had to go. That's why I'm wearing a lot more color because I had to just go to Forever 21 and amazing. get as much stuff as like, which feels like very much good American. Though. Yes, yes. Yes. So I feel like your vibe was very like Yeezy and trying. my vibe is more like good American. Yes. It uh, was very straight up just 
Chris. It, oh my God. And my leopard. Chris, the leopard Chris outfit. It was so fun. And it was like that really interesting thing where um, it was like showing way more skin than I would ever show. Taking um, bras off. Taking bras off. But it was that crazy thing where like it, that thing that happens where this has happened like if on the few things I've ever shot where you get like styled like by a stylist and you're like, I would never pick this stuff. But you see like new silhouettes on your body and you're like, oh, that's yes. like flattering. Yes. I get it. Like I should always be wearing like giant leopard robe. <laughs> oh my god, Marcy! If that became like your iconic look, I just like, float in and out, floating around in that swishy little outfit. I was like four inches too short for it. I, I was wearing loved, the highest heels. <laughs> I loved I the the bodysuit, the like cream bodysuit. I've been wearing a bunch. It looks great on you. I love it. You it, would have never thought. Never. But I, that's hey. the thing that like because you would have never like even... a specific like you you have vacation. Uh, mm-hmm. fabulous so is your they, style nice, i love that title yeah because it does then that does accommodate tropical and caftans yes uh, yes vacation fab I is jess's that. style i like a loose i'm taking mine a, is old navy oh i love old forever navy. 20 whatever is under 30 dollars <laughs> that's my style what well, you taking a what i'm taking a sewing class <gasps> because Ooh. i realized that all i wear are like big rectangular pieces of fabric with armholes in it and, and neck holes and i was like why am i not making like these kinds of clothes for I myself i thought you were gonna say why am i not tailoring stuff <laughs> yeah, i can't do that yet that sounds um, so hard but we've said it before i said it we'll say it again just if you want to look good in clothes get it tailored yes god i can't wait to Go get something i just need tailored to i will um, so to, okay uh, we were saying giving credit so oh yes gregory greg gregory gregory Craig. wallace Greggy Wawa dot JPEG on Instagram did those photos for us. And he was so easy. We did them in like an hour. Oh my God. In an hour. We did that all three looks in an hour. On like uh, a Friday night. He was so awesome to accommodate us. And then uh, my friend, fellow Lucille Baller. Oh yeah, b-ball player. B-ball player Marie McIntosh did the KKW aesthetic for us. She like killed it. I, made that I composite. gave her like one. I truly gave her like one reference. I didn't even give her a KKW reference and she fucking nailed it. She, I love it so much. Um, we were like screaming over text to each other when that came through. You know, you get a good picture taken. You're like, this is a good picture, but like good editing on a picture can like make the feel of it f- fly. Well, it was very uh, psychologically. I thought like it felt very like new year. Yes. New vibe, we, new aesthetic. And we got such nice feedback. So these thank two you little idiots doing this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So let's show how all of our different sides of these Let's little show idiots. some bod. Um, okay, so last piece of news before we get into the mailbag Mail. is okay. So Caitlyn Jenner, yes. we, she had um, in what was it two thousand? No, murderer, <laughs> murderer. So, Caitlyn Jenner. So uh, Caitlyn Jenner, <laughs> my favorite thing that no, we don't ever talk about. <laughs> paid eight hundred thousand dollars out in uh, the for a settlement for that two thousand fifteen fatal car crash. However, as I was like reading through this. Um, it doesn't seem like it was not Caitlin's fault at all. She wasn't at fault. I thought no, she was. she was found not at fault. Oh, it, I so well, this I take back my accusation of yes. Murder. So I was a hundred percent sure that she was found at fault. I'll just read it. It's a no, people. Yeah, go, go, uh, so go. Jenner sixty eight will pay a hundred thousand dollars to both music industry vet Peter Wolf Mile Milsey Milsey whatever and his wife Leah Wolf Milsey. They sued Jenner in late two thousand fifteen for injuries they allegedly suffered after Kim Howell's Lexus struck their vehicle, mm. according to documents obtained by the blast. They blamed Jenner for serious injuries to their bodies and great physical and mental pain and suffering stemming from the crash. Leah's mother, um, Elga Marara, who was in the vehicle at the time of the crash, will receive $500,000, according to the documents. The couple's children, Nino and Giatano Wolf Merzay, will receive $50,000 each. According to documents, the former gold medal winning Olympian will cover attorney's fees totaling $250,000. Wow. Officials determined that Hal 70 died in the multi-vehicle crash after her car was pushed into oncoming traffic on the Pacific Coast uh, highway in Malibu. How had hit her brakes after a Prius in front of her stopped for unknown reasons. Jenner uh, ended her, causing uh, her to swerve into oncoming traffic. So where, she hit her brakes first. Yes, where she struck the Wolf Millizer's car head on. I see. So she, so the people that Caitlin that, paid out were people that the other car that Caitlin rear ended hit. But Caitlin was going under the speed limit. Got it. Uh, and probably didn't hit the car as hard as she would have. Okay. But it just still caused. Yeah. Yeah. She was going minimally slower than the speed limit. 
Um, was yeah, with not enough evidence to charge the reality star with manslaughter. Ugh, please, manslaughter. That's I was gonna make a trans joke. That was terrible. Ah. I'm not gonna edit it out. I don't know how. Oh, ah. brother, it should be people slaughter though, right? Right. Um, it's 2018. 2018. Oh God, guys, just throw me in prison already no or a misdemeanor the office cannot prove beyond reasonable reasonable doubt that her conduct was unreasonable okay so i think good okay i think caitlin just paid it out got it so that makes sense to let it go because she could pay it out yeah why not just like make that go away if you can afford it oh well i'm sorry i jokingly called her a murderer well that was very interesting to learn the facts i mean was it yes so let's do some mail all right um yeah we uh we solicited we asked for any kardashian related podcast related questions um and we'll just uh go through them we got some really great ones great do you want to start yeah 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 um okay uh Marcy, Jess, and Trisha, dearest. Uh, first of all, thank you for bringing a fresh narrative to discussion of feminism and celebrity culture, not to mention healthcare, body image, your careers, motherhood, friendship, cats, and frankly, most importantly, the Kardashians. Aww. Thanks for having a real, entertaining, and honest podcast and introducing me to the phrase woman of size. It's had a tremendous positive impact on how I feel about my body. Listening to it each week is truly a treat. Aww, that's so that's nice. Amazing. I love that. I have two questions for myself and one for my partner. So we'll go with the first. I've admired one. I've admired Kim and the rest of the fam for some time. Kim has always been infatuated by fame, sought out to have it for herself and did it and continues to do it. She's a cute angel. I love that phrase (laughs) so much. She's a cute angel. Thankfully, I have some friends who get it. However, during dating while making small talk or when meeting a new person, I tend to get judged on my perceived intelligence that my and my perceived intelligence is invalidated. Now, I know people like that will never get it and I need to not worry about their perception. That's their problem. I am wondering what you all do in situations like that. How do you, quote, defend your love for the Kardashians? Great question. Ugh, what a well, great question. Well, how dumb that people would judge your television watching. This is like how Courtney's like, I don't watch it. I don't watch it. You know I'm who, proud of that. Yeah, you know who doesn't watch the Kardashians? Courtney. Courtney doesn't so know big what's deal that your friends don't either <laughs> congratulations they're in great company that's the first thing i'll say jess what do you think i well we talk about this a lot and and truly it's like kind of the root reason for the podcast in a certain sense it's like i was floored as a longtime kardashian watcher how many times a lot of times of being in groups of women who were the most vicious um about kim and the family and like i just found it like i had enough and i felt like you know, I think it's a really whether you don't have to like the show and you don't have to like them. But the big philosophy that I think we've preached on this show is like they literally are at the epicenter of culture right now. They are they are pop culture. They touch everything from music to fashion to sports, uh, but via their partners yeah. uh, they, to everything like they are to, to make up to retail like they touched I mean Caitlyn did have on yeah like Caitlyn's show about historic. trans uh being a trans woman in America like wh- the family a- unit sexuality yeah. like motherhood birth like I I just feel like the argument that I tend to make to people is basically that which is like I totally get it I think it's really crazy to not want to understand why the this family has managed to touch every facet of culture and that's the point of what we're doing here i think every week is being like hey this shit's crazy this is the most fucking famous group of people in the world also like i feel like i do comedy all day long every day like you know like as a teacher at upright citizens brigade i get bored of comedy i like some like just you know benign dribble i like it like i like that it feels like a waterfall in the background yes it's just relaxing also i like when people think i'm stupid it makes me more dangerous i love it's the same feeling sometimes to be honest when people will like which is just a rude thing by the way that people should not do but like when people shit talk la uh and to me i'm like great one less person to live here and i don't don't care nasty ass in my city by the way just because i was talking about this recently it is that is as rude as walking into someone's house and being like oh my god how do you live here like what how do you live in this little apartment like Like, think it i don't care but like it is so crazy to me the way that that, and that's for new york too but people are like how i could never and it's like unless you were there like like i will say like as as i mean because i lived in new york for well i've lived in la longer now but like I can easily say, like, it's too dirty. Oh, for sure. I think I just mean, like, that idea of just, like, throwing out shade for a yeah, thing that is rude. not for you is, like, like It would be like going to someone's small town and being like, ew. 
Gross. Yes. I just think it's bad manners. Like, I yeah. think manners don't get. Joanne and I were actually talking about this, that it's like manners just like they're going to make a comeback. They just it, it matters. And so, yeah. So I, I think that mind your manners because manners matter. <gasps> manners, manners, manners. <laughs> um, But I do. I I agree with you. It's like when I went to Pittsburgh, I was like, oh, guys, this city's very nice. Yes. Because I don't think it has a great reputation. But I was yeah. like, oh, they must be trying to trick you all. Yes. Because it's a beautiful, big industrial city with greener everywhere and three rivers you don't three have any rivers. rivers in most of your towns i don't have a one we don't have a one we have we, one that we've diverted we've, the colorado river yeah. but it's mostly we have a one gutter. that's covered in concrete and it's a gutter river <laughs> gutter river um all right i'll read the second part of this so um second part of this question is I've spent some time rewatching older seasons recently out of entertainment and to provide my boyfriend with more of a scope of Courtney and Scott's relationship. I love that. And I feel like the tone of the show has gotten quite sterile over the past few years. It feels more manufactured than ever. What's your take as people who work in and adjacent to the industry? Has it become more scripted? Is this still a reflection of their lives and their families? I feel disillusioned. Um, and then I'll get to the next one. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we talked about this the last time we recorded about this exact same question, but we, um, I, this is like the same thing happens with comedians and rappers that when your whole thing is like, we're real, we're, we're the people we are come from where you come from. We can talk like the hook is that we're This is our real lives, And that we're so close to you. Isn't it crazy? And then, but it's not because when you get fame, you change. Yeah. And I think that like, I think that an interesting model has evolved through reality TV. I think that I would give credit to the housewives actually for being one of the first to do this where they acknowledge their fame. Yes. Um, and that used to be a thing they didn't do on reality TV. Like they didn't TV. break the fourth wall. No. And it was very like that you could feel how hard they were working to edit out. And they just, uh, Kardashians avoids it. And they, tr- you can tell they really try to avoid shots of like the paparazzi and like things like that. But their fame is like a, a part of the story, you yeah. know? And I think that like they address that in a very, like that's a really complicated sort of like meta layer to a, to a show like this. Yeah. I think, think it's hard when people are like fame is difficult to handle because then everyone immediately goes well you asked for it you, you wanted it um but it's like it is doesn't make it easy and yeah. it's sort of like you know um i'm sure there's parables and fables about this but like be careful what you wish for yeah but i think the show for that reason i mean it could still be manufactured on some level but like the way I mean obviously Kim's robbery being first and foremost but also the way they've had to talk about like security issues and stalkers and like uh you know I think that they uh, they do an interesting job of like letting us see the inside of like they need to like their kill world. someone off I think to make <laughs> it more spicy that's what Shonda does that's very true she spices it up she'll I, kill somebody I do think but to, and to answer the question yes I think it is way more scripted way. than it maybe was um, well not more than it was but back before they knew how to before they would just do insane stuff yes. because they didn't know any better yeah so now the way they script it is like well let's do it within within our set uh, brand guidelines yes everyone open up your packets right like, and like how how half the show is basically like internal marketing for their products and they're at photo shoots for their all their things yes. you know like that it's kind of eating its own tail now which is a thing that like which of course they should do yeah and then I think the thing we said before with this one was like or I said was like I also think what maybe feels more sterile about the show is that they literally are so famous that they are able to be outside so much less like they have to shoot inside yeah. of the houses a lot more and inside of they spaces. should go take a foreign country it would be amazing but you know we used to but get them like running around them in foreign countries where it, do they just can't like run around in Miami you know in New York and like the, the, all those they now kind of like and yeah, you, they, you feel that I think that that's almost more the feeling on the show that can be weird is that it's like it feels sterile and a bit claustrophobic because you're always in these like these big mansions but they're like but also the same, like, they all feel the same like when you're in our age group of like like 20 somethings is exciting because you make so many mistakes and yeah. you you know you hang out with crazy people that are fun and then when you're in your like late 30s early 40s or mid 30s or what you know where most of the sisters are it's like well, I just got to go to bed because yeah. I got kids to, I like, shit to do. It's not that your life is boring, but it's not as salacious until like people are going through divorces. And, yeah. and then like, that's just too hard to put on the show. And uh, this is just a nuts and bolts answer too. Uh, most like photo shoots and like shoots uh, start very early. 
because of like like it's just the things are early and like that's yeah just, every call time is like 6 a.m yeah so it's like and that's 6 a.m like on set like yeah. not waking up and yeah. they live out in the middle of nowhere yeah, they need five hours to get into Ugh. hollywood so, um last question from this listener uh-huh uh oh yeah finally my boyfriend who is pa- who patiently lets me preach about my undying devotion towards the kardashians wants to know why isn't Scott's mental health a part of the conversation? It's clear his addictions, behavior, and mental health problems are correlated. Why do we talk about his suicide threats and attempts? Why don't we talk about his suicide threats and attempts with more gravity? I don't necessarily condone speculating about one's mental conditions. It's so clear that his depression and suicidal tendencies need to be a bigger part of the conversation. Thank you so much if you took time to read all of this. P.S. Screenshot did add a plus size search function, and it's great. That's, that's cool. That's from Molly. Um, thank you, Molly, for all those great questions. Um, so Scott's mental health. Uh, what do we think? I mean, I guess they're just trying to protect him. Yeah. I mean, I think we talked about this thing of like, I think in general, the show has a pretty weak stance on like really properly addressing mental health. Yeah. They don't handle it well. They don't believe in mental health. Like I don't understand. They're like, didn't go to therapy after a robbery. They just have like a huge blind spot for something that is hugely important, which is mental health. They don't get it. They'll spend all day working out in the gym and they'll never go to a therapist once. Yes. And it's into the question like, and they've been through so so fucking much. much and it is a huge missed opportunity for as much as they do with like, let's just even say this season with like Planned Parenthood and like homelessness and they're tackling these huge things it would be amazing to like more squarely talk about like hey scott is having is mentally ill how do we deal with it scott's yeah. addiction is like rob and, is mental but i yeah. think it's the thing is they can't say it for the person and right. n- neither should we no like and we do every week so yeah. <laughs> throw me in jail Sorry. again but you can't diagnose someone else from afar on tv right maybe scott is just an asshole and it's, he's not mentally ill. And I think that they But dictate, they should figure that. It they was, should do it's something. It's a missed opportunity for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, maybe that's the way that it has to be in order to have him on the show. And that's like the... So they toe the line in a weird way. Um, then Molly had a second follow-up email where she asked us, what the hell are Kim and Kanye doing? Don't they have a brand new baby? Like Kim was in Miami one day and Kanye was spotted in new NYC the next worth it for that pic of him with a true smile. Are they taking that many day trips? Just wondering what's happening. You know, uh, also Kim's beaded braids. Uh, someone also said Kim's braids were Nefertiti braids. Oh God, who said they Nefertiti would be so? Uh, should be so lucky. It was like I was like, whoa, what? I forget who said it. Oh, it was something wild that. that I read. Um, so what are Kim and Kanye doing? Being out and about? Hey man, they rich. They got a million God, nannies. Rich. Newborn babies literally do nothing. Yeah. They can get on a, a jet lux airplane, go to New York for noon, come, come back, back by midnight. Dinner. They'll be fine. They don't care. Also, there is a lucky thing for anyone who does like uh, across the United States travel. When you come back to LA, it's always six o'clock. Oh yeah. You went, you gain time. You gain so much time. So like the flight there is like a pain in the ass, but if yeah. you're doing it over, like you're doing a red eye there yeah. and, and like a fancy ass private plane she's probably getting the best night of sleep oh my god she's probably yeah knocking up getting someone to do her makeup on the plane before she exits has oh. her meeting or whatever yeah then flies back in time like we said for dinner they we rich, rich people live in like people of their tier literally live like yeah. we can't fathom we like, don't know their commute we cannot fathom the support system that they have especially for their children and they're like newborns like if the baby's not on I, I'm sure like maybe the surrogate is giving the breast milk or yeah. something you know I, so Kim doesn't need to be there and like like and I bet Kanye would be so happy to like alternate isn't that the dream like when you think about your future with you Tim having kids one day that like your projects alternate enough so that yeah. you can like each take time yeah. being home with the baby yeah I um I remember learning that about um it was very cute actually when Tim I hope I don't think this is blowing up their spot but when Tim's show birthday boys that they had um I, they had June Raphael on with Paul Paul Shear's wife yeah Paul Shear's wife June and they just had I think their second baby 
and June came to shoot and Paul was there with her on set with the baby. Oh. And then birthday boys were like, well, can we put you on too? Like we have two comedians here. But it was like this cute thing where they were like, yeah, we try and shoot like that. You know, like, I, think, I think a possible. lot of people in the industry is who are trying to like make their whole thing work. Yeah. Support each other. Like that's how you trade off. Yeah. And when people don't, that's when people get divorced. Yeah. When I think someone thinks my career is more important. Totally. I think Kim and Kanye are both hugely respectful of each other they are obsessed with each other they and could, their careers I bet we could all learn a lot from the respect they have for each other we were talking about how they exponentially affect like the they make each other's success like exponential oh yeah their, their they careers. legitimize each other oh I'm obsessed. like she her wearing his yeezy season six like it looks it just makes it, it that's like true love in a heart like in a nutshell to me like that if you look at like if he would just drop it by four hundred dollars yes if i would wear it let us wear it i mean i can't wait for the day uh, hopefully like one day i'll have like an acting career or a directing career or something that like takes off and i can be like i'm gonna buy some sweats that cost eight hundred dollars what a fun and, feeling and i'm just gonna be happy about it and i'm not also, gonna cry if, if i get ruined if anyone that's listening um has any easy stuff Ooh, uh, would you let us know like you what's the rich quality? bitch we tell us we won't rat you out for being so rich Unless but um, you want i would to. love to know what any of it's like and like just what it's the quality and what it's like to wear and do people yeah. recognize it anyways i just had that thought all right okay we got to keep moving hello love the podcast you guys are so funny oh, surprisingly i don't really watch keeping up with the kardashians but i'm obsessed with the pod and refresh their instagrams like crazy my question what will pull rob out of his funk and what does his ideal comeback look like i always imagined that an ideal comeback would be some sort of gym franchise it feels achievable but i've been listening to woman of size hello jana shout out uh great shout out uh and now i wonder whether maybe rob needs to accept his body and move into the self-love body positivity sphere and not in a fake chloe kardashian good american all is inclusive but i'm not happy until i've lost a shit ton of weight weight (laughs) would appreciate your thoughts hug putty for me oh i will um so uh, I think Jess and I kind of have similar thoughts on this. Um, I don't think there's a comeback. I don't think there's a world in which Rob Kardashian makes a comeback and is a famous person on re- reality television. I think it's a misnomer. I think um, I don't think he ever has wanted it. I don't no. think he ever liked being on the show. And that's not to say that we think Rob will be unsuccessful no or troubled even necessarily i just don't think that like whatever the notion of comeback to me implies sort of like a fame resurgence um of some kind and i don't think that's what's gonna happen i don't think that would be good for him i don't think he wants it no i don't think it's what he feels him up i think he thought he was doing that with china and the whole big to make her happy though i think he only did that for china yeah i think you're right i I don't don't think think that he wants he he doesn't want it and i think that's why he wants to get along with his family he didn't go like he didn't go to his sister's wedding because he was like he, he did, has agoraphobia i think i think he's just like this isn't for him you know and i think they have all like carved it out and it works and they are like it really makes them happy i think and it's not compromising for them and i think rob just like it's not his world and no. he'll find some other I means hope. of like work I think a great comeback for rob would be going to law school mm-hmm um using his business degree to get into like yeah like some kind of maybe like he gets into like real estate law or yeah. or something or maybe he becomes like a big like entertainment lawyer or something where he still gets to be around but in the background yeah and then maybe he gets his health in order because he is pre-diabetic and that's so dangerous I like know. Like I'm all for body positivity, but don't kill yourself. No, you I know? mean, yeah. Th- like, and, and as a, a woman of size myself, like I, if I ever get into a zone where like the doctor's like, you're about to be diabetic, you better believe I'll be losing 70, 80 pounds or whatever yeah. I need to. Yeah. But, um, I don't but, think Rob flourishes under and the, the, like the just, harsh light of fame. I just, think it just is not, I think it really, really stunts him. And he just marries like a nice Italian woman or something. I feel like that would be a good mix with him. Someone who could be like, shut up, stupid. Like someone from the Bronx. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, oh my God. Oh my God. Cardi B. Oh my God. No, he can't. He can't handle someone else famous. He needs someone that will, that looks up to him and is proud of him. I think that's very key is that I don't think he should be in a relationship with a famous person, which is hard because that family 
Well, that's not true. Eunice is not necessarily. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, he wants to be. Um, Oh, sorry. Did I say that? Okay. uh, So we got some Instagram ones. So Um, do any of you think the Kardashian women have any body hair or is it all lasered off? What happens (laughs) if body hair comes back in style? Are are we on a one-way trajectory trajectory to hairlessness as a cultural beauty standard for women in America? Um, They'll get Latisse on their pussy if they need to. (laughs) Right? Wait, once I did a shoot with... um, Oh, oh, I'm going to forget the most famous Asian American comedian's name, but you know it. Margaret Cho? Yes. Yeah. Margaret Cho and I were on a shoot, um, and she was talking about how she used Latisse, but it made her grow a row of eyelashes underneath on her cheek. Oh my God. Isn't that terrifying? I use Latisse. Yeah, well, but don't get it on your cheek. That's so crazy. So yeah, they'll just use Latisse if they need. Yeah, to. I use it on my eyebrows. Like I like <gasps> run it along. I run it along my lid, and oh then the hat, and then I like run it through my brows. It doesn't. Did, well, your eyes are brown already. So also though, I asked my about the color change thing. Yes, it's a. I asked them my dermatologist at length about it, and they she was like, it literally has never happened to one of my patients ever. It's just important. Like they just want to say it. She's like, it it has literally, it is so, so, so rare. I don't want to be giving out medical advice. And so I could be very wrong guys. Go talk to your dermatologist. But I was like, just curious about it. And she was like, it's not really a thing. Okay. So Um, I'm a big fan of my, I didn't, I, it's not, I've never over plucked my eyebrows. Yeah. I just never had thick full I, me either me either i've never had thick eyebrows and i've been going to this is a whole other thing i'm very obsessed with this place called strike um uh, strike brows here and it's very like it girl uh it's way too expensive for me it's like mandy moore and allison brie and all these like beautiful <laughs> wafy celebrity girls and sarah paulson was there <gasps> i've and seen her do- at the magpies uh-huh. getting yogurt and she was insane really i was like that's not natural what you're doing how she was behaving she was like i mean ah!" like she was going she's very thin and beautiful but terror like just i was like what's happening i've never seen someone who knows they're famous behave that way in public oh wow that's crazy well it's a brow place and their whole thing is like growing them out and doing what's called the feathered brow which are like big natural brows so i'm doing it and i'm a year in to not plucking my brows anyways well, uh, and then i do imagine a future where either people are hairless completely or bushy as all get out yeah man i i definitely think it's like the answer is that like body hair is i think becoming i think it's becoming a little bit more in fashion now like yeah it's definitely like i see women with armpit but hair girl, look like at clara bow's eyebrows yeah. from like oh you want to see like everything's going to change yeah in 10 years we'll be like what was everybody doing with their fucking eyebrows oh, in 2017 i told you the story before but um my friend's mom was like a, oh, yeah. an actress and she had part of her scalp removed so, so that she crazy. had a higher forehead and then like as she aged it didn't look the same no like when she was a young hot model like she had like britney spears in her primes body like like Whoa. like like ripping off a tux to yeah to have the sparkle Abs suit for days um she had like that was her like natural bod um and then so she like had her you know her forehead moved up a little bit to have that like really you know that's yeah. just the look in the 60s and then it uh and then she aged and it looks uh it looks noticeable, like her hairline's receding because it's so back. Wild. Uh, we're gonna skip the next two questions. Okay. Except for, well, so what? Uh, how is Dream so fucking adorable? But her parents are basically the worst examples of humankind. I love. Very, very straightforward. Um, um, I I think that lots of crappy people make great kids. Yeah. I think that's my feeling. Is that like great people make crappy kids and crappy people make great kids? I, and like. I think it's just there's I can think of a million examples and it's like I think that you know I'm inclined to also believe that and we talk about like you know this a, it's a they have a lot of support a lot Those of support. sisters are there they have a big close family of like with also, grandparents and I think those children are loved I really even think by their crappy like agreed. I don't think that Black China and Rob are bad parents. It's, I don't think they'd probably do a lot of hands-on stuff right now. Yeah. I think maybe it'll be a challenge as the kids get older and are in school. But, like, I think they love them. I and, do. like, loving a kid can really make up for a lot of stuff. Yeah. Crappy people can love their kids, I think. Also, Dream might be trash. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. She hasn't All said those kids. anything yet. Mason, for a while, <laughs> I was really worried, was going to really turn into a fucking nightmare. And no. he's... Sweet. sweet he wants to hang out with his father he's like my f- i want to hang out with, with my, my father. father oh what a should sweeter. i read this one about the podcast uh yeah 
Hi, y'all. I wonder what was the inspiration behind doing the podcast. Y'all are the greatest, oh. smartest, <gasps> exclamation marks, funniest, and most thoughtful. But more importantly, listening to you every week makes me feel closer to my beloved girlfriends who live all across the country. That's so sweet. I was just curious about the day you decided to do the damn thing and start the podcast. Would love some details on this on the story behind that. Thanks for your hard work and the and the laughter. Much love and peace, Kim in Huntsville. Well, the short answer is this was all Jessica's oh, idea. It is. Me. It was your yeah. idea. Uh, we were on a text chain, me, Trisha, and Jess, mm-hmm. which had been, you know we were friends who hung out, but not ever enough. Yeah. But we would talk about reality, Lots TV, pop culture. pop culture things, celebrity gossip, because like our friend groups don't intersect. So also, I think a good rule of thumb, like I had a best friend that lived. Uh, we've always lived away from each other since college. Yeah. My like high school best friend, yeah. Rebecca. Um, but we've always watched reality shows to talk bad about people together. Yeah. Because it's a victimless crime. Yes. <laughs> so like, oh, you guys God. were really into the Kardashians and I wasn't quite yet. So yeah. I kind of got on board. Yeah. And and then we and then the big sort of turning point, I think, when we kind of like really zeroed on Kardashians was Kim's game. The mm. Kim K Hollywood and um, we all spent too much. We all like kind of went nuts and we were texting about that a lot. And then that just evolved to being really Kardashian focused. And I think that like to the to the question earlier, I think we realized because we ha- all have so many fr- people in our lives who do- are judgy and kind of shitty about Kardashians. It was just like this really flourishing space and that we would talk so much about them as like this matriarchal family and their power and like the things you're watching a woman pull her own baby out of her vagina. And yeah. like people, it just felt like no one was talking about it other than like and not oh, a- those people who are famous for nothing. A phrase I will fucking scream if someone says to me, by the way. Also, like, I, I think it's really interesting that maybe you saw this that I didn't until we started that like we have positive things to say about them yeah and a lot of pop culture and i just think like there's yeah. so much value i in didn't it. know i didn't even notice it until we started this podcast i was like yeah we do brown knows a lot but but i also think that like the thing that we say a lot and I, and this is re- really big and a thing that i've talked about a lot is like i think it, it's it's one of the most like accurate representations of like uh, sisters yes and mothers and a true matriarch yes and I think that that is like there's not really a world that that's really being shown and so we just like started talking about I think in my mind I was just like there is so much to talk about and it's real and I think that there's a cool like funny smart feminists should know that this is a space for us yeah because I think that like there's a really shitty like woman on woman crime of being like ew those vapid narcissists and it's like to me a real litmus test where you're not really Ooh, like I pronounce it vapid oh vapid I think you're right I don't know that I am about anything I'm vapid. not well educated I think you're right I think now that I'm saying it I think I like vapid. vapid it makes you sound it's you know what vapid. it's your you have family from over the pond yes I'll blame it on my dad vapid vapid but like I, I just think that that was the thought was like also truly a selfish reason to get to hang out with people that I don't get to see enough. I know. It was like, it was totally self-serving of like, uh, what if I get to see you guys? I have an excuse to see you once a week and we can like drink wine and scream about reality TV, which is why, by the way, guys go start a podcast. It's fun. Yeah. You get to go Inundate hang out. the market. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, if you guys could get one insider onto the show, who would it be? Chips, Malika, Steph, Shep, who, um, Oh God, I had a good answer for this. Uh, what was it? Oh, I know. The, it, my answer for this is not on camera. Yes. My answer for this is none. I, I mean, yes, of course, I would love to get an insider like um, Food God or Malika. But um, I I would love to because I think that they have been pretty loyal with their uh, crew, the actual like pr- production team behind Keeping Up With. I would go with like one of their longtime producers or like even their lighting guy or like I feel like they a have scorned PA. Yes, like they have. I'm telling you, like that is that is so those people on know sets everything. know everything. They know you will everything. get the best fucking dirt. I mean, from the on cam- the, the like I the worked, behind the camera people. I worked on one movie and I found out about four. I found out. I'll just say that I found out about some very interesting STD knowledge about celebrities. <laughs> People, I mean, I actually worked on more than one movie, but <laughs> I was just like, they just have the insurance forms out yeah, there. I should like know how, that. You know, stuff. it's like I'm. I remember hearing back. This is fully a fucking decade ago, but that like the the first people to know that when Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were like uh, pregnant. 
is like the uh, costume people oh because they had to like a lot of times that happens you know because they had to like keep adjusting and it was not public knowledge and it was like those are the people who know everything yes. before everybody or you're like hair person yeah you're like i get to tell you like they, they say they know it yeah like the hair people would probably be great like <gasps> i would just oh. go with i would go with the the, the like behind the scenes people or like tokyo Oh my god! Exactly from like Kylie. Yes, but it's the people who aren't like pushing their brand as much. I feel like yeah. are the people who are there just like sponging and able to like let a, let a narcissist dump all over them, yeah. kind of, you know. And I would have Kanye. Oh my god, what a dream! <gasps> just to see, I think I, yes. I think Kanye and I would be fast. Friends. This is an excuse to hang out with Kanye. I just want to prove because in my mind, Kanye and I get along well. Yeah. Um and I think it I take a God, while to I would win him love over. To hang out this with is you. just for me. It's not for you. This is no. Like, I'm saying I. Don't, I mean, but like for the I want to see your dynamic. I want I you to say. be there too because I think he. Uh, but because I kind of need someone to balance me out or else I scare people. But <laughs> this is just selfishly would be like, yeah, I want Kanye to be next. I want to smell him. <laughs> oh my God, what a, can you imagine? I bet his skin is so soft. Oh my God, and I bet he is. The All right, last now. question. Then I gotta yeah, run on out gotta of go. here. She gotta go. All right. So, do you think Kim posted that? Instagram of her at in quotes the Calvin Klein shoot as a cover up for the truth that there was a body double hashtag Kim Klein cover up okay I think she was there I can't imagine a world in which Calvin Klein pays them money and Kim doesn't show up to the shoot yeah Kim is Kim is the is the crown jewel so I think I mean like let's be real they're gonna like they're gonna move heaven and earth to be sure that they get Kim yeah they'll let Kendall photoshop herself in because they don't care but Kim is there's no way Calvin Klein is letting Kim off the hook from that shoot and they're like that that is too huge of a campaign the amount of money they spent to get all of the girls they're gonna they're not gonna like composite I think no Kim why did Kim post that Instagram because the the waistband of her Calvin Kleins are so baggy and baggy. loose. She just wanted you to see how skinny she was. Baggy Calvins. I mean, who doesn't want to see a baggy pair of Calvins? Yeah. What, a, what a sale. She was just like, but you know, she wanted to be like, I'm so thin. So thin. Look at the waistband. is just like falling. I think off it's that simple guys. I think you're right. Um, these were such good questions. Guys, do this more often. Yes. Like, give us some, like, fun evergreens. Yes, because um, we can, we'll, we'll be doing this for sure. And we have, like, so we got, like, only a couple more episodes left this yeah. season. It's so scary. If you guys have ideas or things that you, yeah, would like to hear us talk about more um, or look into or episodes to go back and watch, like, that stuff is so fun and we're so game for it. Um, yeah, we release new episodes every Wednesday, so go ahead, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and uh, rate and review, obviously, it helps us so much. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and, like, our Facebook page. Ugh, email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins. We have been very low on those. Yes. Um, at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit, guys. Bye! Bye! Campfire. Welcome to the Clam Bake. I'm Lindsay Stidham. And I'm Angela Gullner. It's the opposite of a sausage fest. Just a bunch of vaginas talking feminism. You got it every Monday. On What's It Creative? Stay tuned. Tune in.